So it's like we've made so many changes, but we're not as afraid to do that, especially once we realize like this has been so profound for our own life. Imagine what it would be like for our community, Mm -hmm. for our coaches, for coaches in general, for like almost anybody running a business who's really talking about this stuff, this approach to business in a way that actually feels good, you know, because business can be more than just making money. Hi, friend. Welcome to another episode of Why Can't I? The Coach and Grow Co. podcast. I'm Sarah Hegstrom, CEO of The Coach and Grow Co., where we build healthy health coaching businesses and healthy profits online. And my goal for this show is to bring you episodes that have you asking the very important question. One I've been asking myself from a young age, why can't I? Followed by a little bit of watch me. All right, let's dive in. Hi, friend. I am really grateful today to be sharing all about my healing journey, finding a spiritual path, working with a shaman. So many of you reached out and were like, tell me the process. And I'm even more happy that I have my favorite human, Peter, on the podcast with me. And I think that this is really perfect because along our journey, we are always teaching each other and bringing each other along on this evolution of being a human. So I'm really excited to have you here today, babe. Thanks for being here. Mm, I love being here. Yeah. Yay. Thanks for having me on. Oh, anytime. The thing that is cool is, Peter, you were actually the one that encouraged me to work with a shaman. Do you remember that? Uh, yeah, I remember thinking like, oh, you should work with a healer. Yep. Now, obviously, this wasn't always my thinking, but we'd kind of reached the point. We will unpack this all for you. But yeah, he mentioned it this summer and I was really open to it. I was feeling like I had tried so many different things, but I actually hadn't worked with a spiritual healer. And I had some connections to some shamans, which we'll get into what a strange world or like a really amazing world where it's like, oh, yeah, I'm like connected to people who know shamans that I can reach out to. One of the questions that was asked was, how does one find a shaman? How does one get in contact with a shaman? And the thing that's really interesting is as soon as I put it out there, they started appearing. As soon as I was like, oh, I, I want to work with a shaman, all of a sudden, like I remember I was at Network Spinal and I was talking to somebody that I met at Breathe Degrees and she was like, oh, I have to go. I'm, I'm getting ready to meet my shaman. And it was like five degrees of separation. It was really cool. So let's unpack all of this. Where should we start, Peter? Well, I was just thinking about what you said. I don't know where we're going to start, okay. but I'm just going to comment. Yeah. Uh, or something that came up. And like, it's so it's funny, like when it comes to like the shaman, it's like you would think like, okay, just go to like findmyshaman.com. <laughs> but like the thing about shamans, maybe you know this or maybe you don't, is like they don't operate like that. You know, it's like they're in society, but like they kind of are living on like their own terms and they're doing that kind of by design. It helps kind of keep them in like their little kind of, yeah, I guess kind of like their own uh, energetic space, you know, and really trying, like, that's very important to them. So they kind of, they deviate a lot from the mainstream. And I think that that's for a reason, but like you were saying, when you are intending to find a shaman, 
you will find a shaman eventually you will be led there and like that's just like how it all works yeah you know and then the shaman will not be one percent surprised that you found them yeah because you were supposed to find them they might have known that you were coming the whole time it's just it's crazy just this this world that it's divine is, yeah it's divine how it all unfolds the thing that is really interesting when you were saying that about them being on their own path, one thing that has been a really interesting experience is as we have developed our spiritual practice, running a business has become a lot different because I posted a reel on this, how, you know, when I'm connected to my intuition and spirituality and trying to stay grounded and be in the flow, then I'm getting on my computer and sending emails and Slack and all of these messages. And it feels like it's more challenging to stay in that like connected space, right? Where everything's like open and you're in the flow when you're working on your business. I think it's still new to us. And so I think over time it will get easier, but it just, it's like, yeah, like if I really wanted to develop my spirituality, maybe disconnecting from online completely I could stay a lot more connected and develop like a stronger connection to my intuition and my guides and all of that. Yeah, it's like you kind of need to interrupt your pattern that you're always in because when you're always in that, you're always, it's all kind of habitual and familiar and automatic and you're not living the pattern that would lead you, I guess, into like that other kind of perspective. Mm -hmm. And so the only way to do that is to interrupt it. Yeah. Yeah which we had an interruption this summer mm -hmm. and which is what opened up the door to this spiritual path, which I want to talk about. If you listen to the podcast, uh, you probably heard this, but this summer I was supposed to go on a trip with some of the coaches in our community, some of our team to a health coach conference. And during the, the travel, I experienced so much pain and discomfort in my body that I actually could only make it halfway for the trip it was in Miami and that was kind of like the moment and like there's more to it in terms of my healing but pretty much just dealing with a lot of tension in my lower back and my legs and it got so bad this summer where I couldn't walk I couldn't walk I couldn't sit for more than three minutes really scary experience and up until that point I had really went down the traditional route I mean I'm probably getting the timelines a little bit blurred but, you know, I went to the doctors, had an MRI, went to the chiropractor, you know, saw a spine specialist, like all of this. And none of that really worked for me. None of that was in alignment with what I wanted to do. I ended up taking a bunch of medications, which had so many other side effects as, you know, if you're a listener, if you're a health coach, you know all about that world. And so pretty much all of the modalities for healing that I had in my toolbox were no longer working and so I had to look into something else. And so when we couldn't go on that trip, we had this weekend where we're like, okay, what are we going to do? And I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast before, but Gaia came up, the conscious streaming service. And that was like our introduction to spirituality. And we, Peter and I both have read a lot of spiritual books, but we were talking about this earlier None of them were as deep or connected as what we started learning on Gaia and then what led us to shamanism and other things that we'll talk about today. So Gaia is cool. If you don't have Gaia, 
I know that this isn't an ad, but how cool would it be if Gaia started sponsoring the podcast? I'm all for that. Um, That'd be really cool. Okay, Gaia, what do you want to say about that? About Gaia yes. or about everything that you said leading up to Gaia? Because I feel like <laughs> I feel like I I just want to like. Yeah. Oh like, wait, first one reason that I wanted to bring Peter on is because one thing that came up with my shaman, it has also come up with other healers that I've worked with is how I can kind of like glide over difficult moments and make things seem like a lot easier or more simple than they are. And I think that comes from childhood, like having a lot of childhood trauma and just not wanting to relive it or rehash it, which I'm working on. But I think that has carried over to other aspects. So Uh if you want, yeah. (laughs) Just a couple little, just a little bit here, uh, just to kind of give you an idea, the listener, an idea for Sarah and I to really get into spirituality. Like you got to know, like this was the only potential solution left. Like we had exhausted everything. Sarah was putting putting together this list, like as we were kind of going through like the weeks and the months and like, we had just tried so many things. We had talked to so many experts and the tension was just like worse and worse and worse. Sarah just could do less and less and less. And honestly, like, it's like you think about like, what's the worst pain that you've ever been in? And like, Sarah was in this pain pretty much 24 seven. I mean, just like, she'd just wake up and her day would just be, you know, it would be a loss, you know? I mean, that's just the point. And she's not that type of person. But when you're dealing with that level of pain for that amount of time, eventually there's just nothing left. And I feel like I have to say this because like Sarah's not going to, that's not who she is. And honestly, what she's been dealing with and Sarah, you can chime in whenever you want, but like a lot of this is like it's stored trauma. And so when she, she had a very difficult childhood and a lot of it has just been kind of you know, not forgotten. Her body hasn't forgotten about it. Uh, her body has stored that energy and, and is, you know, finally releasing it. But it's kind of like the same type of thing with this. Like, it's like for her, she's focused on her future. She's focused on like all the, the possibilities and where she's headed. And, but like, she doesn't really, she's not really thinking about that moment of rock bottom, really, where it was like, it was just, honestly, it was just like, despair. I think if I had to like think of the word, it would be despair. And so it was like, we had tried everything. We had tried the entire medical route. We had completely exhausted it. And we were not going to do surgery because her back was not the problem. And we had to keep keep telling that to ourselves because our friends and family were thinking, what about, don't say the S word, you know, because like, that's what where all of the roads lead to for like the medical world. You know, if you can't fix it, then like that's your last resort. But for us, it was always the last resort, but we were never going to take it. We were never going to do that option because we knew there was no trauma that happened to the back. The trauma happened early in her life and the tension eventually worked its way up to having these sensations in the back area and it was very painful, you know, sciatic pain, sciatica, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that's the point where it was like, okay, we have nothing left. And 
I don't remember how we first heard about it, Gaia. Mm. Now we're at Gaia. So yeah. it's like, how do we even first hear about it? Like, I knew about it. I knew yeah. about it. And I had been like wanting to check it out. Yeah, I just want to like go back to some of the things that you were saying. And maybe you can relate to this. But the thing that is so crazy about stored trauma and like stored emotions is a lot of times we don't even realize they're there. And so for me, I didn't even realize it was a problem, but there were like small signs. Like one thing that has been such a huge change for me this year is how quickly I can cry and like really feel my emotions where before this year, like before 2022, it would be pretty rare if I would cry. When I first started my business, there were a few tears, but that was like about it. And now I'm so emotional and so in touch with the full range of emotions, which I think is really important and really beautiful. I remember having a session with someone that I work with, a healer, and they had me do a breathwork exercise, which breathwork has been really helpful and powerful. And I was crying and then within like five seconds, I was laughing and smiling and having this joy. And that was such a big moment for me because for most of my life, I was like, oh, if like you're angry, like you're a bad person or you're a mad person, like don't feel anger because I had a lot of anger in my home as a child. And so I was like, I want to be happy. I want to be positive. I want to be like successful, reaching my goals, all of these things. But like, that's not being a human, like being a human is feeling the full range of emotions, you know? And that's something that I've been working on and working with my clients on, which has been so powerful and transformational is so many coaches want to get out of the discomfort so quick, or they want to get out of feeling like tired so quickly. It's like, what can I do to myself to get me out of feeling exhausted and tired and not unmotivated? And now I'm like, well, what if we just sit in it? And that is really uncomfortable. I've watched so many of my clients squirm with that because society tells us like we need to be motivated, we need to be productive, we need to get going. But the truth is like we need to be in touch with our our emotional body, our mental body, our physical body, our spiritual body. So I just wanted to share that. And I learned about Gaia. Maybe you've heard about it. They do use ads. I've seen it for ads. And so it was kind of like, oh, let's like dive into this. Let's like watch some documentaries and that really opened us up. And the main thing on Gaia, if you're thinking about getting Gaia, the documentary series that I would recommend that is really in the deep end. We're not going light. We are not going into simple stuff. We are going deep into different dimensions. And we are going to conversations with Ed, E.D., conversations with uh, extra, extra, dimen- extra dimensionals. Dimensionals, yes. Yeah. So we started watching that, and we didn't start watching that first. Like, I don't want this to be like a five-hour podcast. You, If you want more information, message me on Instagram. I'm happy to share this. But I would say, well, it's kind of hard not to talk about Drumvolo. Drum of Peter's face. I wish we were doing a video podcast because he is literally dying. <laughs> Oh my gosh, you guys, if only you know, if only you knew, and and now you're knowing because we're talking about it, but yeah, we, well, (laughs) it's like, where do we even start? You know, like we, I feel like for me, the entry point was watching an interview with Maureen St. Germain talking about 
5D, living in 5D, waking up in 5D. That's on Gaia too. That's on Gaia. And what is 5D? So I'm like, okay, I don't know, maybe like a week or two after we, I watched that, I just kept thinking about it and got the book. And then I learned about this guy, Drumvolo, who she had kind of studied under. And Drumvolo was like bringing forth like a lot of kind of like information, kind of downloaded information in like the 70s, 80s, 90s. So this is like going way back, you know? But yeah, that's... So they're all kind of like okay. coming in at different one yeah it's phases, it's you know? all yeah it's all kind of like blends together but how we started the podcast about like shamanism and if you are open to it you will find them they will find you the same is true for this because I started going to spinal or network spinal I started going to network spinal which is like a form of chiropractic care which is breath work and it's kind of like talk therapies involved in it too and like energy work and adjustments and it's so funny because the practitioner I was working with he would say things like well don't worry about your MRI you're in 3D like in 5D what is that that doesn't even matter you know and so that was like in my energy field my awareness but I didn't really understand the different dimensions until watching some of the things on Gaia which Peter is talking about so it's just kind of naturally unfolded. Yeah. And I want to say this, like, this is a journey. I've been talking to a lot of coaches on Instagram and they've been saying things like, I want to start helping people, but I still have a lot of like work of my own to do. I have my personal healing to do, emotional healing to do, spiritual healing to do. And I'm like, so do I. (laughs) I'm on the journey. I'm definitely not at the destination with this. Like, I hope to I know I will fully heal, but I'm sure that something else will come up too. And the thing with spirituality and everything that we've been learning through Gaia and working with the shaman is I've just felt so supported with the medical field. Like I think it serves a place and purpose for sure, but there was so much fear and just like, this is how it is. And like, doesn't it suck? And it just felt... I felt scared a lot. I'm not going to lie. Like I felt like I didn't have control, which that's like part of my work is releasing control, but I didn't feel supported. I didn't feel loved. I didn't feel like there was a purpose. It kind of felt like, and if you've ever dealt with like tragedy or chronic pain, it feels like, why is this happening to me? And as somebody who has read a lot of spiritual books, most of them were mindset and business based it did feel very surface level where it's like, oh, everything has like a greater purpose or a greater good. But when I really started diving into the spiritual work that we're talking about, I realized that if I could connect to my higher self, a greater purpose, then I would be led and shown that there is good that comes from this and actually believing that, not just saying it, but like believing it and then seeing examples of that come through. So with this whole healing journey, I feel like Peter, mine and your relationship has gotten stronger and we have grown so much and we've changed how we run our business, how we run our life. It was just so busy and chaotic and hectic. And it has, even though I have been dealing with chronic pain, I feel more centered more relaxed. I feel like I'm getting exactly what I want in life, which feels really good. And I feel like 
the universe really is supporting me. Yeah. That's a, that's a, I feel like that's like a perfect spot right there because what you were saying about our, the medical approach that we had been going through, more than anything, it felt like we, you, were alone. Mm-hmm. I like said you, that a lot. You would go and you'd see, you know, whatever specialist, and sometimes it would take like two weeks to get in. So you're like, okay, great. I'm not going to get anything done for the next two weeks. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be on the floor for two weeks yeah. until I can see the specialist. And then just getting to that appointment, a 10 or 15 minute drive was like the most painful experience ever, you know? So it's like, by the time you would actually get to the appointment, yada, yada, it's like, so it's like, then it'd be like, okay, well, it, it's a very condensed, they're moving on to the next patient. And so you didn't have a lot of time with them and they're kind of coming from a medical background. And so it was like, for them, it was like, hey, here's some ideas for additional or different medication. Mm-hmm. And by the way, it's not too late to be thinking about surgery. Have a nice day. It's like the two things that you didn't want to hear mm-hmm. <laughs> that you knew weren't like part of your path. That was a recommendation. And it's like, now what are you going to do? You're going to go home and you have no hope. And so you're feeling alone. Mm-hmm. For me, I'm like trying to support Sarah. I'm having a hard time relating to what she's going through. And so she's telling me she feels alone. Mm-hmm. And so part of this, this spiritual approach is you realize you're not. Mm-hmm. You've actually, you've never been alone. Yeah. It just felt that way mm-hmm. because you were believing that you were alone. Yeah. When you believe that you're supported and you've always been supported and it's all happening for a reason. Wow, boy, that really turns things around, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. And honestly, like my whole... Ever since I moved out of my childhood home and was really starting this path of building a life on my own and starting a business, I have believed that you are guided by like feelings and like when you are on the right track, like it will feel that way. Now, I've learned that sometimes growth feels really uncomfortable, can feel really painful, but there's a difference. You can tap into your higher self and realize that this, although is uncomfortable at the moment, like there is light at the end of the tunnel, you are on the right path. And so doing the spiritual work, I have felt like that the whole time. And for me, I'm always going to trust what feels good, what feels good in my body. So went that way. I want to talk about the shaman a little bit. I want to tie it back to that. So if you guys are listening and you don't know what a shaman is, because I didn't before this year. Maybe I heard the term, but I wasn't really aware of what a shaman was. And I personally think of a shaman as somebody who has really developed their spiritual connection. They're very in tune and they can channel information. I feel like I know that we're all capable of that. However, a lot of us have that part of ourselves shut off, which I did until this year. I looked up a definition because I was like, I don't even think I'm going to do this justice. So the definition that I found was a shaman is a religious or mystical expert who in traditional indigenous societies functions as a healer or custodian of cultural traditions. So really, I think a lot of times they do study with indigenous societies So that is like a little bit different and they bring like that wisdom forth. The shaman that I worked with was, well, I actually worked with three or four 
shamans because I couldn't get in with the one, like Peter was saying, I couldn't get in with one. And so then I was like, it's going to be a month. Let me look for one sooner. And then all of a sudden, like, it was so crazy. None of them had availability. And so I was like emailing and then all of them had availability. And so I had one week, the next week, and then the next week. The one that I found the most support in, who I've had a few sessions with, I actually got in touch with her from one of my clients. So just putting it out there allowed me to then be like, oh, like, here's an option for you. And the one that I worked with, the shaman, she really focuses on like health and like medical things. And so that was perfect for what I was going through. And I would say I'm, I could do a whole podcast on this and that experience, but I would say the the big takeaways and what was really helpful for me was her tapping into like my family and my life, like a, I think it's called a current life regression where she takes you back through everything that you've been through in your life and has you really like look at things through a different lens. And that was like really helpful in like healing my relationship with my mom and like understanding why she does certain things. That was also really helpful in me like taking off some of the armor that I wear in terms of like always being strong. And I think that was probably one of the biggest lessons that I've learned through all of this is, you know, some people call it like an ego death or like a dark night where for me, I've always wanted to show up in life and business as somebody who is strong and can support other people and has all the answers. And during this time, like I had to show up on team calls, like on the floor. And for me, I had such resistance around that. And it was totally just it was my ego and like wanting to be strong. Like it's way more comfortable for me to like take a meeting on the floor. But I was so uncomfortable with that idea. Yeah, it's it started with canceling the team calls if you were like feeling really terrible because you just did not want to do it from like uh, a position of like uh, weakness, yeah. perceived, perceived weakness. Yeah. 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 So that was, I would say like that was a really big takeaway. And then another thing that can be really cool working with a shaman or a healer is they can point you in directions that you might not be aware of. And so the shaman that I was working with, she recommended myofascia release. So really releasing the tissues because the tissues store so much trauma up to 2000 pounds can be stored in your tissue. And I started working with a practitioner who also does energy work and massage therapy and just so many different things. And so I had like a two and a half hour session with her and it was so huge for me emotionally. I just released so much and then even physically, like it allowed me to have more mobility. So that was really powerful, which I never would have thought of if I didn't. The shaman was like, oh, I really see this for you. Like you should get in touch with somebody. And I want to put it out there. Like Peter mentioned this list that I have. And one day I'll post the list of all the things I've tried. But I actually saw somebody first for the myofascia release. And that wasn't the perfect fit. So I had to try somebody else. And I just want to say that because I think sometimes we think like, oh, I tried this. It didn't work for me. But I really have this mentality. If we're struggling, if we're suffering, if we're feeling like we don't have the solution, if you keep looking for it, asking for it, 
it will eventually appear, but you do have to keep trying. Otherwise, you're just going to be stuck in it. And I definitely took some time this summer, probably like two months where I didn't do anything because I think that's important too, where you actually take time to just be and see what answers come forth on your own. Yeah, we loved slowing down, didn't we? So good. Because at first you're like, it's like driving you crazy mm-hmm. because it's like, I have all these things I want to do. Not to mention, we have a business to run. Yeah. Like we have to make money. Yeah. We have to tell our team what to be working on. So working less, it was not really ideal for that. But personally, it was really transformational because we'd never slowed down like that. I always talk about the power of slowing down to speed up, right? And like slowing down so you can get clear. And this has just been the longest I've ever slowed down in my life. Crazy. Longest I've ever slowed down in my life and like really got quiet. And for the first time, I was able to work on things within myself that have led to transformation, but then also in business. Like I was saying at the beginning of this episode, like I love where our business is headed and so many things that we've talked about for so long changes that we've been making, but we didn't have the time or the space or like I didn't have the capacity to really think about it and make those changes. Mm -hmm. And so like that, you know, like, I don't know, sometimes I feel like talking with my friends, I can feel, and again, this is just like my perception, but feel like they feel, and this is definitely my story, like they feel sorry for me or like I'm like really missing out on things. Normally, like we're traveling in the summer and like going backpacking and doing all of these things. But this year we just stayed home. But through that, like I gained so much. Mm -hmm. And so it's hard to feel like I missed out. Yeah. Yeah. You were just talking about last night how like it feels like it should be like summertime for you. (laughs) Because like, Yeah. yeah, we just kind of we didn't have our traditional summer experience. So now it like feels weird that we're like moving into the holidays Yeah, as we're recording this. For so, sure. But yeah, I mean, it's like you got to slow down like at some point and like you can't always pick the timing, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like it just it happens when it happens and yeah, maybe it happened at the perfect time. Yeah. We can believe that it happened at the perfect time, right? Yeah, yeah. that's what I want to believe. Another thing that I want to talk about just like really quick is just Peter and I, like our connection with supporting each other and like this spiritual journey. I think that, you know, he mentioned not knowing how to support me, but from any, like even my friends, outsiders looking in, it's like Peter's like the best support system. And I agree, like you have been so supportive on this journey. But I think the thing that is really cool and makes a lot of sense is we are so connected in our life before this happened, just with like work and similar friends and similar things we like to do that I was forced to slow down, but then that allowed you to slow down. And I feel like you've said multiple times, I really liked slowing down. Like I didn't realize how much I needed it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, and like we had talked about earlier that like, for me, like I had, when it it came to like spirituality and meditation, for me, those were like nice to have kind of things and in your life. But for me, I didn't really, I had done some meditation, but like I, I hadn't, you know, really like spent that much time doing it. Not to say that like to have spirituality in your life, you need to meditate. Cause we've met a few people now that they 
or very openly say like i don't really like meditate but they're clearly very clearly connected with you know the universe and beyond basically and so yeah i mean like i feel like slowing down was like huge you know and like for me i had my own healing in my body mm-hmm. like i had been dealing with a fissure sarah's like oh gosh did he really say it you know for a long time i thought it was hemorrhoids and but then i realized it was a fissure and i had gone the medical route and they wanted to do surgery and i said just no and so i was just like trying to just let my body heal itself but it was just taking so long and we just had like such a hectic and busy life and honestly slowing down just completely changed that and I didn't realize that, like, all of a sudden it was just like, oh my gosh, like, this was huge. We really did need to slow down. And then in terms of business, it's like we've been able to implement all these things. And we're not afraid to make changes in our business now. In the past, we would be hearing, you know, these marketing and business experts in the back of our minds when we were going to make a decision. We would hear their little voice and whatever they said in their content about, don't do that because, and it was all from a place of fear and yeah, I guess like limitation. And it was the ver- just the very masculine approach. Business is so masculine. I mean, if you think about it, like sales psychology and everything, that's all operating through the mind. You know, Sarah and I, we're like, we're moving through the heart now mm-hmm. and like, we're being very intentional and so it's like we've made so many changes, but we're not as afraid to do that, especially once we realize like this has been so profound for our own life. Imagine what it would be like for our community, mm-hmm. for our coaches, for coaches in general, for like almost anybody running a business who's really talking about this stuff, this approach to business in a way that actually feels good, yeah. you know, because business can be more than just making money. Yeah. For sure. I love that. Yeah. Super powerful. We're really excited for more podcast episodes on this and like how we've really been shifting our business to a heart-centered approach, approach from love and away from scarcity. If you've been following me on Instagram, you've probably seen some of that in my content moving from the head to the heart. And it's just, yeah, it's feeling really in alignment and really good. And I think that health coaches, like you guys get it a hundred percent. You get what we're talking about. So Okay, let's wrap this up. So spiritual tools that I think have been like really helpful. My intention, like I hope you're listening to this and this is really powerful. If anyone's listening who is dealing with chronic pain, chronic illness, like I really want this to give you some hope and some light because it was really dark for me this summer. And this was like my saving grace. This brought a lot of love and joy and compassion to my life. And I'm still using a lot of these tools. So we talked about Gaia and we can, if you message me on Instagram, I can give you a few suggestions. I've been like texting all my friends, like watch this. Cause they're like, I have Gaia. There's so much. What should I watch? I'm like, watch this, watch that. The conversations with Ed that I mentioned, the thing that is really cool about that, my friend, if you're listening to this is I was watching it their interview series of people channeling different beings from different dimensions. Maybe you've heard of this before. Maybe you haven't. I had heard of it a little bit, but I wasn't open to it. I was like, I don't want to learn about, you know, the ninth dimension and, you know, the Pleiadians. That's too wild. But watching it, I was like, oh, my gosh, anybody can channel. So if you are familiar with Abraham Hicks, 
you can do that. It's not going to sound or look like that, but like everybody has that ability, which just blew my mind. Like, yeah. Yeah. You can do a variation of that. Yeah. That particular type of channeling is called like trance channeling, where it's like you let your guide basically take over your body and you don't even have to do that. You can do conscious channeling, uh, which, so you're more aware of it and it's, you're almost more kind of translating rather than them just like coming through. I wanted to throw Abraham Hicks because obviously there's so many other amazing people who are doing this work, but that was like what I knew of going into this. So that was really Mm -hmm. big. Network Spinal, if you haven't looked into it, I really think that it is a powerful alternative to chiropractic care. It adds breath work, energy work, really, really cool. I think it's becoming more and more popular. Another thing that I want to talk about in terms of spirituality, and obviously there's so many other things that I did, but just kind of keeping this podcast to spirituality. I found this lady, her name is Liz, but her handle is The Workout Witch on TikTok. And she has these little programs. They're like little courses, 30-day courses for releasing stored trauma through somatic movements depending on where you have it in your body. So she has one for hips. She has one for back. I think she has one for neck. Really powerful. If you guys haven't checked her out, I highly recommend checking her out. Her stuff is so good. Just small little movements are great for releasing some of that trauma. So that's what I wanted to talk about today. That's what I got. What I miss, Peter? Anything else you want to share? Yeah, I think like in terms of like an introduction Mm -hmm. to this like spiritual kind of like world that we found ourselves in. I think that that's good. Yeah. You know, because like you're going to be led. What? We're going to say that they're going to be led. Oh, yeah. Well, and that and I was going to say you're on your way toward the end of this phase of your healing journey. Me personally. You personally. Mm -hmm. And so then we'll do a full recap on everything. It will have to be like five episodes. It would be helpful if you're listening to this. If there's something that we didn't cover or that you really liked and you want to hear more of, let us know. Sarah was, you know, she was being asked a lot about the shaman. So Mm -hmm. it's like, how, well, how do you just talk about the shaman? It's like, well, we had to talk about the before, the after, you know, kind of like the big picture with all of it. And you might not be familiar with a lot of the stuff that we talked about. Mm -hmm. And so then we kind of had to like go through all those too. But I think that this is a good overview. And the thing that we've been seeing is more and more people are opening up to this. So if you are already in this this realm and doing this work and are familiar with it, just know that there are a lot of people who are expanding their consciousness. Like we, the more we do this work, the more we're interacting with people who also get it. Because I know sometimes it can feel like, oh, I'm like alone. Nobody else understands this. I can't talk about other beings or other dimensions with anybody else or energy work. But I promise we are here for it. If you want to talk about it, DM us like we will do more podcasts on this I think that this is definitely like the future a more like conscious and just tapped in society and that's like one that I want to be part of so Peter thanks for being here today yeah great to be here all right friend until next time bye